Welcome to Conversations with Toy, a blogcast tackling life one episode at a time. This is the time to air out life's craziest moments. This space is all about speaking about life's hang-ups and ways in which we can leave better than when we started. Topics are all about ways we can find space to be better in life, love, mental space and health. Happy Friday. I hope you have had the most amazing week. I'm going to keep it real like I always do. And you know, I always say every week, but this was probably one of those weeks where it was like the weeks of weeks. It was super duper busy. Do you understand? So let's get into it. But first, I want to welcome you. Thank you for tuning in to Conversations with Toy. If this is your first time, do not be a stranger. We have so much content that you can listen to, so many podcasts that you can listen to according to what you need. We talk about self-care. We talk about mental health. We talk about relationships. We talk about some of the social media drama. We pretty much talk about all of it. So if this is your first time, go ahead and you know, browse through all of the podcasts that we have available. I am quite sure there is something there for you. And I also am a firm believer that nothing happens by accident. So if you are here, you are here for a reason. And so now that you're here, I'm so grateful for you to just be here. Um, If you ever, 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 ever would like to email just to say, hey, can you cover this topic? I kind of need some answers or some insight on what you may think about something. You can always send me an email at toytimeblog. So that's T-O-I-T-I-M-E-B-L-O-G at gmail.com. I am a content creator, blogger, and obviously podcast because you're listening into today, right? So wherever you are, no matter what's going on, I hope that you are going to just have the most amazing day. And if you have a bad day, listen, we all have had those bad days. We have and continuously have bad days, bad moments. Don't let those bad days, those bad moments define you because trust me, things can and will turn. With all that being said, this week has been very trying, okay? I mean, trying to the utmost degree. So I have been for the last few months, in addition to all these things, I have been doing some video content for companies. So it sounds really, really easy. You know, they send you the script, they want you to record. And because you're not in a studio or you're not in, you know, with the client, you continuously have to go back and forth on recording, re-recording parts. It can be very time consuming. And the turnaround time that they want this back is very time consuming. And so since all the things that I have on my plate, I have now added this. And so it is a piece of work when it comes to going back and forth. So I bet that being said, at some point during this weekend, I have to now re, 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 record a couple of parts and then send those in. But I enjoy it. It's a very strenuous process. Again, it's not for the faint, but you know, too much is given, much is required. So I'm going to do my part, re-record and move along because that's what I signed up for. Um, in addition to that, just trying to, you know, maneuver around life. You know, the kids are still home. We are still on summer break. That means mommy camp is in full effect. And, you know, I just had to take a you know step back and trying to feel every day, trying to do something new every day. This week has been the most laid back, chill week. I don't think we did much of I won't say much of anything. We did just low key things. I took my son out on a one-on-one. We did some uh, 
we went to a new ice cream spot here in Philadelphia, which you'll see that content come out over the weekend. Because if you don't know, Sunday is actually National Ice Cream Day. So if you love a good cup, bowl, whatever the case of your preference, cone of ice cream, Sunday would be the day to get it. Now, you know, you can eat ice cream every day, any day. There's never really an excuse necessary to enjoy a good cup of ice cream or cone, but this Sunday is National Ice Cream Day, so I will be putting out some content on Saturday so I can show you where places you might want to go, and if you're in the Philadelphia area where you might want to eat and enjoy that good ice cream treat. Um, I had an amazing time, you know, making content with my son and just kind of making it like a mommy Sunday always top tier for me. I am just enjoying that. So I was able to do that with him and my kids. You know, I try to take them as to as many events that I can because I do go to a lot of events here in the city and beyond. So we've just been having a good week, but very much low key. So normally during the week, I try to do about two to three activities. I have to say we did not do two to three activities week because of my schedule was completely jam packed. However, uh, I think going into this upcoming week in the next couple of weeks, I think I'm going to make up for that. We have a jam packed schedule coming up in these next few weeks so I can't wait to share that with you and share that with them um, I know that they're going to enjoy it my goal for the rest of the summer is for them to really just enjoy these last moments I want them to do all the swimming all of the fun all of the activities get all that sun on their melanated skin and just do what they need to do because before we know it the school year will be here and if you are a parent, you already know. They already got all the back-to-school uh, advertisements out for Target, Walmart, all of the places. And it's time to actually get in focus. Actually, you know, in the next couple of weeks, I need to start doing that back-to-school shopping, um, getting uniforms together, school supplies, book bags, you name it, we got to get it. So, uh, yeah. So, in addition to that, trying to find a way to enjoy. I actually think I saw that in two weeks, there's going to be some kids already going back to school. I don't think my kids go back into the end sort of time sort of to like the end of the month and the reason why I say sort of is because they're starting a new school and so I don't I haven't really fully looked at the schedule yet and that's because you know I'll get there I I will get there and we we will know all the things but for now I want to just have my last for few moments of summer and enjoy those summer vibes um, and I hope you're doing the same whether you're on vacation whether you go on vacations or do a little staycation um, I also encourage you to do some day trips there are some amazing places that are probably within driving distance of where you live that you can really just go, you know, up the ante. You may not feel like getting on a plane and doing a full vacation, and I completely understand that. Do you do what works best for you? But I say, let's take a day trip. Day trips are definitely, you know, people want to underrate that day trips are fun, but they can be a lot of fun. I mean, you can turn a day trip into an overnight trip. I mean, there's just so many ways of getting around that, doing the thing. So go ahead and just enjoy, find a way to enjoy. If you can't and you're just going to stay in your own city, in your own town, listen, do it up. Find some new restaurants that you have never eaten at before and try them. Uh, try some new cocktail recipes even at home. Like make your summer the way you want to be. Like I know there's a lot of us that are like, oh, you know, my summer could have been more popping. I wanted to do more. Listen, sometimes less is best. And if you can't do it up the way you want to, do the best that you can with what you got, right? You got to be resourceful. Be resourceful because summer is about to come and go. But we don't want you just to come and go and then have that complaint when, you know, fall comes around about how you should have, could have, would have. I want you to take those should have, could have, would have's and put them into an action action plan. Um, this week has, for and as far as the news has been concerned, has been very 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 
sad. Um, the new release video of of the Uvalde um, shooting where it di dictates the fact that the police, you know, 77 minutes of wasted time. Um, there was even in the video of one of the officers using hand sanitizer. Now I had heard the rumblings of this video and I had taken my time before viewing it because a lot of the content that has come from there, I, you know, from the shooting in this massacre, to be honest with you, I have been watching limited versions of it because again, that can be very triggering. And, and I don't mean that in to dis to disre disregard what happened. It's just that I don't, I, I choose and pick and choose what I, I take in. And I think we all need to be at that place. Um, but my heart as a parent, as a human just continues to break, to see the, the, the pain that those one those children suffered and the two teachers that passed away, um, those who were injured, uh, anybody in that entire community. This was a community affected forever. They will always be tied to the senseless violence that took place, and it's just disheartening. Um, so this time, I decided to go ahead and watch some of the video. I didn't watch all of it. I watched maybe maybe five ten minutes of it. But when I saw that officer putting hand sanitizer on his hand. It infuriated me, and I'm going to say why. You don't need to be worrying about whether or not your hands is um, free of, of of germs or dirt. And let me just say, I ain't, I don't, I'm not a fan of the obviously of germs. No one is, and I probably washed my hands multiple times and used hand sanitizer on my hands multiple times, even before the panoramic. Um, and yes, I said that correctly, the panoramic. Um, but in the time of a of a crisis, the last thing on your on your mind should be hand sanitizer. Right. When I was in, in the, the shooting that took place here in Philadelphia at the party on the parkway, I wasn't concerned about a lot of things and I wasn't reaching into my purse to look for hand sanitizer. And I wasn't even the person that was supposed to be in charge of trying to stop the shooting. Right. So if you think about it in this midst of this crime, this massacre that's happening, you're in a school. So, you know, that there's children going to be involved because you're inside of an actual school, an elementary school. There is no time for you to be placing hand sanitizer on your hands. I don't understand the rationale. I don't understand it at all. Um, to be honest with you, if it's possible, I would be okay with them firing the entire uh, police department, starting with the chief all the way down and, you know, rehiring and retraining some new people because we can't claim it's a training issue when the day before, I believe, or at least that week, there was an entire training on just this type of situation. So how do you get, you? this isn't training that you had six months ago, right? This isn't training that you had last year. This is training that you had within the same week. And then the situation unfolded, unfortunately, and you weren't able to defend it. You weren't able to, you know, figure out how to save those children. And let me just say, I have a lot of policemen in my family and all those different things. And I know people say, well, you don't know what you would do until you're in a situation. You are 1000% correct. But in this particular situation, we're not talking about what I would do as a normal human person who is untrained and would go off of emotion. We're talking about people who are professionals in their job. This is your job to protect. It is your job to put your life on the line. Um, I felt like they were doing everything they can to save themselves and obviously some of their children because we saw videos or there was talks of videos of them running in and saving some of their children. But when it came to their sworn duty, right, I didn't choose that job for you because I probably would have chosen something different if I had the choice. But if you decide that you're going to be a police officer, a firefighter, uh, even a nurse, nurses put their lives on the line all the time. 
a doctor, it, whatever you decide to be, you've, one, you got to be the best at it, right? But two, you cannot put yourself in the line of duty and then decide, not today, Satan, I can't go in there today. So my heart goes to the entire community. And that hand sanitizer vid, part of that video literally had, I, I, I was like, that's it. I got to I gotta log out. I have to log out because this is very much insane. Very, very, very much insane because again, we have children who are being shot, bullets going through their body. These babies, these are babies. A lot of those children were my second grade um, daughter's um, age. And to just think that she could be at school and separated from me and her siblings and have this happen, it breaks my heart every time I think about it. Because as, as a parent, you don't never want to think about that. You don't want to think about the fact that you could be anywhere um, and something happens. Um, later today, I am supposed to be going to an event and taking my kids. And I'm telling you, it, I, I'm really considering if I'm even going to go because there's been random just shootings here in Philly, just random. And again, these things happen all the time. I get it. I know I could be at home. Something can happen. I could be at a grocery store. There's really not a place that you can be, but to be, it's just a lot. It's a lot to consider. It's a lot to think about, you know, the way that people move and the way that people do the things that they do. So my heart my heart is just torn in pieces just seeing that. And I wanted to talk about that right off the bat because, again, it's been the news. It's been one of the big stories of the week. It's been the story of the of the year because, again, we've had at, at least two to three shootings in the last couple of months. And it's just heartbreaking just to see how people respond to things and, you know, the things that happen. So it's a lot. Um so for today's episode, I want to talk about consistency and, you know, you hear people talk about being consistent and to be honest with you, they're not wrong. Being consistent is the way to win. A lot of people think that their popularity will win and I'm not going to lie. It's disheartening sometimes when you see people play a popularity game. And I say that because in this, in this field that I'm in with content creating, blogging, um, influencing, you see that people who know whoever they need to know usually win. And I'm not against that because if you know somebody and they, and they can give you a little hands up, I'm not, I'm not against that. But sometimes it feels so breathtaking. It, it, it just, it, it takes your win out of you sometimes when you, you know, you see yourself working hard and I'm not talking about for myself. Um, I'm okay. I'm just saying for other people, you may be experiencing that where you're in your field, wherever your field may be. And it just seems like the more you put in, the less you receive. But I want to just say one thing, and this is the one thing we have to be is consistent. Consistency wins overall every single time. It may not feel like that, you know, initially, but it definitely does. Being consistent is key. And I've seen where consistency has paid off in the long run, especially for myself and people in my field, because again, you can do the best and look great off the top just from, you know, knowing who you know, moving the way you move. But it's something, something about consistency that nobody can take from you. And when you are consistent, it is the driving force that literally will be all the things that you need. And so I have to just say, I'm, I'm encouraging consistency. Be consistent in whatever it is that you're doing, because at the end of the day, 
at the end of any day, you're going to want to have to, you know, be consistent. And why? Because consistency means that you're moving past your feelings. You're moving past the ups and downs or whatever it is that you've got going on. And you are showing up for yourself every single day. I have talked about showing up for yourself for a long time. And it's just the beautiful thing to see when you finally catch that vibe that when you show up for yourself, regardless of what's happening around you and what it took to show up, because let me just say this, as much as we encourage people to show up for themselves, you have no idea sometimes what it takes for people to show up in their spaces. And this is why I always try my best to encourage others, to encourage myself, because you don't know what people have going on. People smile a lot in their, in their photos because that's what you're supposed to do. Who shows up to a photo shoot and looks and just looks sad? Unless they're asking you to look that way, you're going to come with your best, right? You're going to come with best intentions. You're going to come with your outfit halfway decent. You're going to come with your gear together. You're going to come with the right smile, the right joy, right? Because you want to look and have that moment be, you know, edged forever and you want it to look the way it needs to look. But in reality, some people are coming up and showing up for themselves when they know that their bills are lacking and they're trying to, you know, show up so they can get their bills paid. Some people are showing up with depression and fighting all kinds of demons in the background. So don't ever, 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 ever knock somebody when you see them showing up. Um, one thing that in, in reminded me at this event that I went to um, over the, I guess I should say yesterday, was the fact that this was an event where it was like the influencers, writers, bloggers that are in this space in the Philadelphia area. And it was great to see some people that you see online that you only see them online. I've very Some of them I don't see as often because we don't always go to the same events and that's fine. And I love seeing so many encouraging people who were like, I love what you do. I love the content that you're putting out. So you get those vibes, you know, you see them and they are the same way that they are online. Then you have the mean girls, the mean boys, the, the ones that, you know, they, they know who you are. They see you, even if they're not friends with you, but they're not very friendly. And that can be very disheartening. I remember the time, and I think I talked about this on this podcast before, where I was at an event and somebody was like, oh, you're not dressed properly. Almost like a, you know, you're, this is above you. Like th this is not where you need to be. You're not worthy enough to be here. And that almost crushed my entire spirit. Now it wouldn't have stopped me from writing because I love, 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 love to write. But it could have crushed me from being able to show up in, you know, the fact that when you write and then you put your content out, you have to put yourself out, right? You have to put yourself out constantly and show up all the time and for a while it pricked me and this is the reason why I talk about it because it pricked me now I've gotten past it and I'm showing up you know because I'm showing up for showing up sake I tell you one thing if I leave my children and my husband at home to show up for something I'm going to show up and it's going to be regardless of the little you know the little snugs and little things the snubs that happen but let me just say even at this event, it wasn't a lot, but there were a few, the mean girls, the ones that kind of be like, you know, you're not in the in crowd. You're not a part of our group. You can't sit here. We have really have got to get on the do better when it comes to that. Now I get it. People are going to be raggedy trash, all the things, no matter where you are, no matter where you go, you're going to find people that are just going to be people. People be people ling, right? I say this all the time. So don't ever let that stop you. I'm not going to say that it's not going to prick you. It didn't prick me when it happened yesterday because it didn't really happen in a large scale, but I saw it and uh, Philly content creators, bloggers, influencers, you have 
got to find a way to do better because I can, I have thick skin. Listen, I done been made fun of so many times in my life. So if making fun of me was going to break me, I've been broken a long time ago, but I'm like the broken toy. I'm like the battery that you give a, a, a kid toy that you give to a child where the batteries just don't ever seem to die. That's me because I'm going to come back stronger, harder and all those things. But for anybody else, who not only was in that space yesterday or in just any spaces at all, when you have these types of things happen to you, acknowledge it because the worst thing you can do is act like it's no big deal. Never act as if it's not a big deal and don't shrug it off just to try to save face. It's okay to say that you're hurt. You're human. It's okay to say that you were, you know, upset by something that happened. You are human and you're going to feel all of the things. So go ahead and do that, but show up, be consistent in what you're doing. For me, being consistent means keeping my writing skills on on target. I write new, fresh blogs almost three to four days a week. A week. That's tired. That's if a kid is sick, I'm still writing. I got my laptop and holding my baby or getting my kids together because my kids are not babies, but they're kids. And doing the things that need to be done for me. Because remember, there was a time when I first started out and I wasn't consistent. When I first started blogging, I would blog once, every two weeks, once a week, once a month, and the consistency didn't pay. But when you show up and you are consistent, that means you're putting the time in, even when it looks like everybody around you is succeeding and you just seem to be in the background. Don't worry about the successful folks that looks like they're doing what they're doing. I want you to be the successful person by being consistent because consistency will take you places that popularity can't withstand at some point somebody could get sick of seeing you in your face right and at some point the way you treat people the way you talk to people it does begin to matter I was talking to one of the another blogger that was at the event that I was at yesterday and they were they had noticed the same energy and it's from the same person and they are consistent and what are they consistent at being the mean girl And they have everybody that, again, that follows behind them, that rallies behind them. And they believe that these, this person is the best of the best. And I'm not knocking that person's skill sets. They are good at what they do. Right. And they have the, the, the backings of the people that they've made, the, the, the popularities that they made. But I want to say this, that also that same person has been known to have brands and the heads of brands who have taken notice to it, where conversations have been made and people know both sides. So don't ever think that people are getting away with anything. Don't ever think that people are doing what they're doing to be malicious to other people, to be mean to other people, to be mean spirited that they get away because they don't. Even when they look like they're just, you know, they're succeeding in what they're doing, they may look successful and they may be doing some things. I'm not going to knock this person's um, hustle. But in the same time, the same token, we are all responsible for how we treat other people. And to be in the presence of someone who decides to be mean spirited for no reason, like we don't ever have to be friends. Like I'm very firm on that. My mother taught me that as a kid, you ain't got to be, you know, she would say, uh, you wouldn't have to be, you know, friends. Y'all ain't got to be in each other's face all the time, but it doesn't take anything to be, to be nice right? It doesn't take a lot of energy to be nice. It actually takes more energy to be mean, but it also shows where that person is. The fact that there's been several events where this person has been completely consistent in being a mean person just shows that that's who they are. They can be the nicest person on the outside to a lot of people, but when you have too many people knowing that this is how you roll, this is who you are, and you're at an event where you should really just be worrying about shining and you should be having a good time and everybody should just be celebrating and the, the energy that it took to just be mean spirited, it just doesn't make any sense. 
um, I'd already came to the re the realization that uh, some people are just going to be who they choose to be, no matter if they know it's right, no matter if they know it's wrong, they're consistent in who they choose to be. They are going to be the type of person that is going to be fake. They're the type of person that's going to be mean. And that's what they choose. I, I can't do nothing about that. But what I am responsible for is my responses. I'm responsible for how I act. So I'm not going to go low because they're going low. I'm going to just be where I'm going to be and make sure that I greet and treat people the way that needs to be done. Um, I, I always say off offline and online that I choose to be the person that I am. And I hope that when people encounter me that they're not encountering me in a, in a, in a bad spirit. Now, again, we all have bad days and bad moments. I know that. Right. But when a person is consistently acting the way that they're acting, we can't just say they're having bad days every time you just happen to see them. Like I've come to the realization that people are who they are and I choose to believe them. I, I don't want to put them in a different space. I don't want to put them on a higher pedestal. I don't want to make an excuse for people. If this is who they are, this is who they choose to be. This is who they're showing up as. I'm going to receive them as such. So oftentimes when this happens for me, and especially in this space and for other people, when they've talked to me about either the same person or just the people like them, I tell them pick and choose. Always go to certain things when you can and find your people. You will always find your people no matter where you are. And I'm so grateful that I've learned that very early in the game. Because again, a couple of years ago when that the mean spirited person confronted me, it was actually at an event almost identical to this. And it, it was taken back, I guess, because I just assumed that people were, you know, decent and that people were going to be nice because this was a networking event. So you figure people were going to be at their best behavior, but you know, people be doing what they do. And so if you're listening to this and you've been in spaces where you've had to encounter that, find your people. And you may not know who your people are right off the bat. You have to build that. And the best thing I can do is, and my suggestion is to be yourself. Because when you are yourself, people who gravitate towards you want to see you at who you are, who you are, right? And being yourself will allow them to say, okay, I like her vibe. I want to join in. Um, smile and, and be approachable because sometimes we have to stop this whole resting bitch face. I, I got to say this, right? This resting bitch face is, it, it could be who you are, right? It, it, it could just be the way you, you, you carry yourself, the way you do certain things, but we have got to stop making excuses, right? And I'm not the type of person that's like smile. Like, you know, when a guy tells a girl, like you need to smile more, I'm not, that's not my goal here, right? My goal is, is that you have to accept if you choose to live your life in a resting bitch face for the rest of your life, then you also have to choose the fact that people aren't going to be as approachable. And when then when people are not as approachable, you can't get mad. You don't, you can't have it both ways. You cannot come off mean spirited and have a resting bitch face for everything that you do. And then say, Oh, I want people to be around me. It, it just doesn't work that way. If you're going to have the resting bitch face and this is who you choose to be, then you have to be and stand in that power of knowing that you may get approached less because people don't have time to be digging through your junk. It's like when you have a purse and you know, and with ladies, you know, we can understand this. You have too many things in this purse, whether it's a big purse or a small purse, you're looking for something that's all the way down at the bottom of the bag. People ain't got time to do that with you. People don't have the time to go all the way down into your bag to dig out all the things and then get to surprise. I'm really a nice person inside. Once you get to know me, when you start using things, they're a nice person. Once you get to know them, you've already come to the table wrong. You've already come to the table wrong. You've come to the table. You've come to the event. You've come to the situation all the way wrong because ain't nobody got time for that. We really don't. Listen, life is running at a speed. We are July 15th. We are at the middle part of the entire month of July. 
think about it. Think about May when we were just talking about Memorial Day and what we were going to do for the summer and summer vibes, summer vibes. Now we're in a summer vibe almost at the end and don't nobody have time for that. We don't have time to go through the bottom of the bag to look for that one chapstick that's already been twice removed in the back of the thing. We don't have time for that. Nobody has time to sift through your junk, your drama, your trauma. I know that sounds insensitive. It does sound like it's mean, but I promise you that it's not. So this is why we have to do our work consistently to show up the best way that we can. And and, and I, I say that not because of yesterday, but because it's the truth. I run into this all the time. There will be people who, I always try to find the person that's the quietest in the room that looks like they're not having, you know, not that they're necessarily not having fun, but they don't have their, their people, right? They may be struggling. They're in a new environment. They don't know much people. I go out of my way to make sure I say hello. And the reason is, is because I remember being that person when you're trying to be, figure it out, all the things. So if you are listening to this and it has nothing to do with the Philadelphia vibe, it has nothing to do with an LA vibe, it has nothing to do with an Atlanta vibe, this is wherever you may live and whatever that you are doing. If you are in a situation where you have to be social for any reason, please find it in your heart, at least fake it till you make it, that when you show up to these types of events, stop being mean-spirited. But I say this to say that if that is who you are, stay there. Stay there and deal with the repercussions of the fact that people are not going to have the time to go through and sift through the things that you are putting out there in the world. I can't help that you had a bad moment. Listen, there are many days when I'm going to these events and I'm going to whatever may be happening and I may have just thrown dinner together and I may have had to like deal with my children. I remember a couple of weeks ago, I was at a rooftop, rooftop bar for this event and I think it started at five. I might have decided to get there at six. I try not to go to things like right at the top of stuff, but I may have gone a little later because I still needed to feed the children. Like I got to listen, I have a whole family, a husband. I got three kids. I can't. Oh, I got an event. I got an event and then not take care of home. Right. I got an event, got an event. Don't wash clothes. I got an event. I got an event. Don't cook. I got an event, got an event and don't clean the house every now and again. Right. I mean, I clean it more than that, but you get the gif, right? So as I was on my way to the event, a lot of times my husband will drive me or drop me off because parking is just like a mess here in Philadelphia, anywhere really, I'm sure. And um, especially when there's alcohol involved, I try not to do the whole driving and drinking thing, like drinking and driving, that's not my thing. So it's between Ubers or my husband and one of my friends, she'll drop me off or pick me up or whatever the case may be. And as I'm one, this particular event that I was going to was at a rooftop bar, this was like a couple of weeks ago, and I just fed the kids, was getting them together. And my husband was in the house. He had a meeting. It was like six o'clock. He had an evening meeting. And so the kids were in the living room. My husband was in the office in the basement. And my kids are calling me while I'm in the Uber. And basically they were fighting. And I'm like, you know, hey, I just gave y'all instructions. You knew your dad was downstairs in the basement having a meeting. So why are y'all in the house fighting? Because I can see them on the camera. Um, and, I, you know, I'm looking at them on this on our camera and I'm looking at them arguing and I'm fighting. So one of them calls and now I'm in the Uber, you know, try not to be super loud and, you know, bring the Uber into my situation. But giving my kids like talking to them in code, like, hey, uh, knock it all the way off, because if not, everybody's getting their electronics taken. Everybody, somebody getting grounded. Somebody's getting, you know, it's just it's you don't want to have this issue. Right. So I'm trying to get them to get their selves together and literally it. 
the entire ride almost of talking to them, getting them on the same page as me, you know, within the code. And I get to the event, I get out of the Uber and I'm going into the event. I could have been all the way uh, raggedy. I could have been still frustrated by the fact that, again, my kids are not babies anymore. You know, they're 13, 10 and eight. They're at the age where they know better, right? And so now I have to go into this event. And so I can't bring that energy from my house, from the Uber ride, from the conversation into the building. So I stayed outside for like a couple seconds, took a deep breath, and, you know, set my prayer. I always say a prayer before I go to events because at this point you kind of need to. Like, Lord, let everything go good. Make sure I don't fall. Make sure I don't drop anything because I have fallen before. Um, one time I was at some event, another rooftop, and had this certain shoe and it got caught on the grass. It was not a good look. I still am not over that. But I always say my prayer, like, let us all be safe. Let everybody get home safe. Let everybody arrive safe. And so I set my prayer and I go in. And again, it's my responsibility to take that extra moment to get me together because nobody is deserving of that energy. And yes, I could have been like, oh, what's wrong with you? My kids are, you know, they're acting up on my way here. I could have given all the things, but it's not anyone else's responsibility to encounter me because I'm having a bad moment. And I could have just removed myself like I did and taken that moment to gather myself. And that's the point I'm trying to make. Sometimes we have to just take a moment. You know, if you're having a bad moment, remove yourself from something instead of spewing that nasty, uh, ugly spirit onto other people. And that's what we need to be doing more often. I feel like the world is already evil. The world is already negative enough. The news never has anything good at this point. There's always something that has gone left that has gone wrong. And I feel like we just need to do better, doing better at just being able to give people a chance of doing what needs to be done, like finding a way to uh, be better at treating people right, giving people the right, the right spirit. Now, another story that came out this week was Elon Musk's father, who had a baby with his stepdaughter. Listen here, I'm not saying that this girl, because I don't know her, it's not like I know him, but I don't know if this girl, I mean, I'm assuming she's not underage, right? She could be an adult. I don't know their life. But anytime you start having children with a stepdaughter, a daughter, whether you're by blood or not, I am a stepdaughter. Ain't no way in green's earth I'm having a, a a baby with my stepdad. I love that man. I respect my dad. Um, and I call him step only to, in reference of like the fact that that is what he is, but he has never been a step quote unquote father to me. But to even think that I would even use that excuse to sleep with him and then have a kid with him. Uh, the devil is a lie. I ain't no way. So when I read the story about Elon Musk dad having a baby, a whole baby, like, so this means y'all was already doing what you're doing and y'all now have a baby together. Ain't that crazy? Like, how do you explain that relationship breakdown to the child? Like let, let alone everybody else, like let alone my thoughts about it. Cause you know, I find it to be gross to me, I find it to be gross. I don't I don't see no redeeming qualities in the fact that somebody had a child, a baby with their stepdaughter. I think that's crazy to me. I think some people need to reevaluate it. I think people's morals have gone all the way to hell in a handbasket, all the things. But to think that people are out justifying that, that's a lot for me. For me, again, I can't speak for other people. I can only speak for myself. That is very weird for me. And so it's strange to just see how this is all playing out. And the comment section of everybody discussing it is just weird. Like some people were like, well, 
it's not blood and they're keeping it in the family. And I'm just like, anybody that sees anybody that's your family members commenting that, keep your children far, far, far away from them because they have no moral code. If they feel that it's keeping things in the family to have a child with your stepdaughter and you don't see a problem with that because it's not quote unquote by blood, something is sick in your mind. The, the fact that you become family at any given rate to any given extent becomes gross. So we just have to say it is what it is. I don't know what the world is going over there and you maybe that's just rich people problems, right? Maybe that's just above my pay scale. Maybe that's above my, my lifestyle. Um, but I know that whether you, got, you live on the house on the hill or in the trap house i need you to not be sleeping with your stepchild stepchild whether she's an adult or not whether it's a son or not like i need you to not this is this this that's not what we want to do and so i'm really disturbed by it but i'm not shocked i mean i don't think there's anything to be shocked about at this time i think the world has really shown that there's no shock level available for anybody to have a shock level at this point it just doesn't make any sense because the more and more that you want to be shocked the more and more that you want to be like you know clutch my pearls it just wouldn't even work out because the second you go to clutch your pearls you'll be clutching them for the rest of your life because there's always something coming up in the news in the, all the things and it's just not worth it but that i was just looking at that like you you got to be kidding me right like this can't be real life but apparently it is and um kudos you know prayers to that family because y'all don't had that baby be born in a state of confusion when you start to break down oh this is my dad but my step grandfather too Ooh, child um that's a lot and i this is the reason why i don't understand why we do like not we because it's not me but people in general do things like that like you just have that child's life just come in obscurity off the bat like without any rhyme or reason just for no just because so you know, God bless the baby because the baby didn't have nothing to do with this. Like the child is blessed. You know, all kids, in my opinion, all babies are blessed. But the parents, the adults that played their part, like there was no other person for you to have sex with. Right. There was no other person available. And I think he's like in his 70s. So I don't know if the child is like recent, like if this is like in the last year or so or, you know, maybe this was kept under wraps because even Elon Musk, I think he had a set of twins that nobody knew about. I'm, I'm not really caring about you having kids. Nobody knows about it because as a celebrity, they don't have like privacy as it is. So that doesn't bother me. Why we needed to know that Elon Musk's uh, father out here had a baby with the, with the stepdaughter is beyond me. But now that it's out, I mean, I, that's just another level. It, it, it honestly is. So now that we are in full weekend vibes, what will your weekend look like? For me, it's going to be very busy and then have moments of self-care and relaxation. Um, I plan on Saturday to be at several media events. Sunday is going to be one of those relaxing days. I am doing a facial. And then after that, I do not want to be on any disturbing. Like I don't want any visiting. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to be at anything. I don't want to have anything to do except create this content that I need to finish for the next two weeks. I'm working on something, some things. Um, and I want to get that done. And I want to spend time with my family. That That is what my weekend is going to consist of. And I, I pray that it goes that way because that's exactly how I want it. That's how I envision my weekend going. You know, a little bit of, you know, fun, some events, um, some family time. There's some events for my kids that I got to attend. And I want to do that. And then I just want to relax. Like I want to just have the ability to sit down, relax for a little bit. Like my first half of my Sunday usually goes to just relaxing. Then the other part of it will be, you know, creating content more towards the evening. 
And I really just want to do that and then prepare for the week. Um, I don't know what your weekend is looking like, but I pray that it is what you want it to be. Because you know how when you plan out a weekend and then it doesn't go, it goes left or it just doesn't do what it needs to do. Those are like the worst. So I pray that whatever is on your plate for the weekend that you enjoy. But I also say that, I say that to say, um, no matter what you're choosing to do, whether it's super busy, whether you're on the go, whether you're, you know, on vacation, you're out traveling, you're doing whatever you're doing. Find one activity, one, 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 one activity that is exclusively for you. And it doesn't have to be anything big. It doesn't have to be anything major. Like there's been times when I've gotten in my car and just taken the longest route to Starbucks and just listened to a podcast and vegged out. And that works for me. It doesn't have to be major. So whatever it is that you're doing this weekend, I hope that is filled with just all the good vibes that you could possibly have. But find a way to rest. Find a way to reconnect with yourself, to do something that really does feed your soul. And we hear people saying feed your soul all the time, but I'm telling you, this life is already hard enough. And for you to go day out and day in without, you know, doing something that just makes you feel good, makes you feel good about being here on this earth, um, creating some form of joy for yourself, some sort of form of joy for your life. Like that is so important. So please do that this weekend. You deserve all of that and more. And with today being uh, July the 15th, today is National Give Something Away Day. Now, when you give stuff away, I have a huge problem with people who give stuff away, but they don't give the good stuff away. Don't give people the raggedy, just always, you know, well, I just don't want this junk. Like, no, my mom always taught me, and this could be because we received, you know, we didn't have a lot of money growing up, but there was times when um, my mom, my sister and I lived in a shelter in a women's shelter, a family shelter, a women's shelter for kids. And, you know, when you live like that, you realize the power of one being humble, the power of, you know, realizing where you've come from and the testimony and the blessing that it is to come through that. And so oftentimes we were given a lot of stuff, whether it was clothes, resources, whatever it was. And my mom always said that one, when you give things away, you give people the best of the best. You don't give people the rundown stuff that you just, just you, I mean, yes, you don't want it anymore, but don't give away junk. So give away something and give something to someone with pride. Um, would you give this to your mom? Would you give this to your best friend? Like think about the things that you give away because we need to do better in just giving away people and things that we just don't want and the fact that they're not good quality things. Um, give people something that you want them to feel proud in. Like you give a shirt away, don't give a shirt away and you know it has stains all over the place. Like give people something that you would feel proud in if someone in return had given that to you. How would you feel once you were on the receiving end of what you're about to give out? So today is National Give Something Away Day. Um, you can give some money away. Um, and when I say give money away, I mean, give it to somebody who truly needs it. If you got it like that, hey, who am I to sit, you know, to clock your money? If you got it like that, make sure that you try to find somebody that really could be deserving that it could change someone's life. And you don't, you may not be able to change your life forever, but you never know. It could be a single mom who may just need an Uber uh, gift card, you know, give them an Uber gift card so they can get back and forth from work or get back and forth to their appointments. Uh, you could give away a service. If you are like a beautician or something like that, you can give a service away for somebody who couldn't afford it. You know, giving of your time, you know, give something away, but make sure that whatever you're giving is something that is of pride because again, 
we need it to be something that is of good quality. Today is also National Gummy Worm Day. Listen, I love, 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 love gummy worms. I love all things gummy. So for me personally, I do eat Smart Sweets. And if you want to, you can order some Smart Sweets online and use my code TOYTIMEBLOG10. So that's T-O-I-T-I-M-E-B-L-O-G-10. And you can order um, online and use that code to save. But I love gummy to anything. So I, I'm going to enjoy my own personal stash. I do have a lots of Smart Sweet Candy in my house because I am part of the Kick Sugar uh, crew. And so we get sent it pretty quite often. We can make content on anything with that, just to be honest with you, um, at any given point. But yes, uh, it is National Gummy Worm Day. And there's a couple other national days. I'm not going to go through all of them. But Definitely on the national give something away. Give something away that is full of pride that you would want to be on the receiving end of. Um, you wouldn't be you would be proud of to give to a best friend, to a parent, to a mom, to somebody. Because sometimes, again, the giving away of the junk that's not what you do. Um, for me, I I am, or I should say, this week I gave away my kids' uniforms because they're switching schools. Now I could have been petty because we're switching schools, not on a good. We're switching schools, but not on a good note like it wasn't a choice that we made just because we thought oh this was something good to do we made that choice because we wanted to, to protect our children and for them to have you know their schooling have a better and a positive outcome i could have been on the petty side and i really could have been on the petty side and just decided oh well i'm just gonna give this away to like maybe salvation army the goodwill or somebody but i decided like why do that there are other children that are in my children's old school and last year, actually, when we all did the school uniforms, they have a uniform that is specific to their school. And a lot of the parents couldn't even get it, not because they didn't, couldn't afford it, but because it was unavailable. A lot of the manufacturers weren't available to make a lot of these clothes that needed to be made. And so some kids actually went through most of the school year without a uniform at all. And so when I thought about that, again, no matter how petty I wanted to be, you know, the fact that, you know, the school that we're going to is going to cost more money and all these other things, it was more about the fact that I didn't want to reap that type of um, energy back into my life. And so why would I not help another parent, you know, with these very, very expensive uniforms? Why would I not help another uh, child that may need these things? So for this week, when I gave things away, I gave my children's uniforms. I made sure all of them were washed, folded, and placed in a bag, several bags. I took several roll bags because, again, my kids have been going to the school for years. Um, and so I donated all of those clothes. And there's a lot of parents that apparently have already been calling in to look about, you know, uniforms and things. So I'm hoping that those uniforms will be a blessing to someone else. Everything that I took over there, I made sure they were clean. If there were any pieces, in my opinion, that I felt were stained to the, you know, and they couldn't, the stains couldn't come out, I did not take those over there because, again, I always give from that place of what would I want um, to receive, and I made sure to give the best of the best. So any of the parts that I felt that were unusable, I did get rid of. But for those things that could go back to the school, and again, they were bags of it. I wanted to make sure that somebody else's child could benefit from that. And, you know, I've also realized, you know, when you get older, you realize that being petty, that type of energy, like I'm going to be petty at some point, like I, being petty, it is what it is. Like, I think we all have petty moments, but I'm not going to put out pettiness um, into the atmosphere all the time because sometimes you get that energy right back. 
And so I made sure, like I had to check my spirit though. I did have to check myself, not because I was like looking forward to being petty where the school was concerned, but I, that I'm still not over it. Like I'm not healed by the fact that what happened happened. And if I'm not here, I know that my kids who are the ones who dealt with it the most were not. So I'm praying that this new school is going to bring them some positive vibes that they can thrive, that they can do all the things that they're doing. And I have to say that I have some of the most amazing kids because in spite of the fact that they were going through what they were going through, they came out with high honors and you can't beat that. You know, sometimes when kids go through things, you see that play out in their, their behavior. We did see that. Um, but they also can come out in their academics. And so you see kids who are on top all of a sudden start dropping, like it's concerned. We didn't have to go through that, but because we were, you know, we tried to stay on top of things with them, but you know, just in case for a parent, if you see your child who is usually grades are really good. And then all of a sudden they start to slip, you know, take a look at the environment that they're in, check the school, check their friends, check to see if they're going through something. It really irks me when I hear people say that kids, you know, them kids ain't got nothing going on. What could you be going through? You, you know, your life is made out for you. And I'm not going to lie and say that my kids lives are not great. I mean, they do have a good life. But having a good life doesn't just stop you from living. It doesn't stop you from experiencing. So children can go through things. They can go through emotional issues. They can go through mental issues. They can, they're human people. They're, they're humans, right? And because they're humans, they're learning how to, to move in this life, in this world. And sometimes that is a good thing and sometimes it's not. So you need to check in and don't just excuse and think that kids don't go through nothing or that they're too young or their life is so great because listen, great lives or not, folks be having things popping off in their life at any given time. Like don't undercut that. Make sure that you do your due diligence to find out what is going on with your child and what's going on with your children. Because again, kids are little humans and they go through human emotions, human experiences. They get their feelings hurt from you. Let me say that one more time. They get their feelings hurt from you. They get their feelings hurt from different places. They have things that are happening around them. And some kids, unfortunately, are in homes where they go through way much more abuse of all kinds and all kinds of different levels. And let me just say this for any parent that is listening, you can emotionally abuse your children and not even know it. So always check yourself. One of the things that I think worked in my favor and I'm always aware of is one that I'm never old enough, never proud enough that I can't apologize to my child. Um, we have an open policy that our kids can have a conversation with us about things and we may not be able to have it at the moment. Like we may need to have calmer heads and come back to it, but they should be able to say, Hey mom, the way that you delivered what you said, although I respect what you're saying, I didn't like the way that was delivered. Now, again, don't get this twisted. Kids, people in general, you can't always package everything that people want and give it to people the way that they want it. But if you've been outright disrespectful and you can be outright disrespectful to a child, I know growing up in my time, that was never a thing. Nobody ever really apologized to kids, even when they were flat out wrong. Um, that was never really a thing. My parents definitely didn't apologize like that. It just wasn't a thing. But we're learning to be better and learning to parent better. And even with all this learning and all these things that we're doing, our kids still could grow up and decide that some things that we said or did weren't okay. But at least being aware that, yes, you can make a mistake. You can you can disrespect your child and you got to find a way to not do that. Um, so in our house, we say we're sorry. And we try to say our sorries by saying it and by change behavior. Because I've been teaching them from 
so they could talk that the only way that a real true apology comes in is if the behavior changes along with it when the behavior doesn't change people are just saying stuff for lip service now why would i teach them that because i want them to understand that that no matter who they're dealing with whether it be a love interest their friends me other family members they got to go by people's actions because words people say a lot of swelling words but their actions don't always align and I've been telling them that because my kids learn as really early about the people who pay, play a key part in their life. Um, people who are not active in their life, it could be for several reasons. It could be for one, the me and their father that don't want them in their lives. So we don't have our kids around a lot of people. If we don't feel that they need to be around them, you just won't. Um, as hurtful and as harsh as that sounds, I'm not going to put my kids in a situation where I know that the people around them aren't going to do them right. Right. I, I'm just I, I'm not. And I just can't take that chance because I'm responsible for their emotional well-being. But apologize to your children when you're wrong, because you can be wrong. You say things, you have your own thing going on. You got stressors going on in your life. You're trying to figure out the bills. You're trying to figure out life and it gets tough, but never be so busy, so grown that you can't apologize and change the way that you deal with them. When I take my kids on a one-on-one, -on -one, my husband and I try to do our best to take our children out on a one-on-one -on -one as often as possible. And during my, I can't speak for him, but during the times when I'm out with them, I give them that moment. And I say to them, listen, this is your time that you can say anything that you need to say to me without judgment. And so far they have, they've been saying, Hey, I don't really like that. You said this, and I think you got me wrong, or you may have interpreted something incompletely wrong. And I've been listening and I've been grateful that we've established that they can do that. They have to be able to speak to us. And again, my kids are some of the most sweetest kids. They have never like gotten our face or disrespectful. They haven't gotten loud and boisterous. Um, but expressing yourself or even if they don't agree with something is not disrespect. And I had to learn that as even as an adult to disagree with someone isn't disrespect. It's the way that you go about it. Right. And so I used to think that saying no or disagreeing was like the most disrespectful behavior that one could do because that's what, you know, people, we get taught that at a young age, but it's not. I had to retrain my mind, retrain my thought process to understand and know that no, saying no or having a disagreement is not disrespect. It's about how you go about it. So I'm hoping that you have a good weekend. We are going to end this podcast and say, have all of the good weekend vibes. I hope that you just have the most amazing amazing weekend the drink of the day find a good rosé drink of the day find a good rosé but yes find a good rosé i had the most amazing rosé over this uh week and the company isn't even out yet so i'll have to wait until they drop their line but i had it and it was good um it was like a bubbly rosé like they had one that was more bubbly and they had one that wasn't and they both were good so if you can find a good rosé and maybe if you're not a rosé person then find a wine that speaks to you like as much as i love a great cocktail and i really 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 love my cocktails i'm going to be a wine girl to the heart of me so anywhere where i can get a good glass of cold glass of wine i'm always going to be for that because you can't go wrong you can never 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 go wrong with a good cup of wine a good cold cup of wine so have a great weekend enjoy all the things remember we are already at the middle of july okay we are in the third 
quarter in case you didn't know we're in the third quarter you have a couple more months until the end of the year and that's it and i want you to use this energy this time to really focus on your dreams your goals and listen as much as we talk about dreams and goals it's okay to also fail i have failed a thousand and one times trying to complete a goal if you think that failure is not a part of the story, you are sadly mistaken. There's always going to be some form of failure at some point doing, you know, the things that you love. So don't be afraid of it. It hurts. Yes, it's disheartening. It's the most strenuous thing when you're trying to work it out in your mind. You're trying to get all the things. It's, it's a lot. But I want you to do the best that you can to show up, be consistent, and again, if you are one of those people who has to be consistently in, in the resting bitch face, let's not let's knock that off, right? I'm not telling you to smile just because I want you to smile for me. I'm saying you don't have to be a smiler. You just have to be more inviting. And when I say more inviting, you, you can't use the fact that you're just a mean-spirited person to be mean-spirited. It's just, that's just not a thing. Um, people get discouraged by that. People get disheartened by that. And it's just for, honestly, it's just not okay. So make sure that you do the things that you need to do to be kind. Kindness goes a long way. So try to do your best to be kind to others and treat people the way that you want to be treated. I keep seeing this over and over again from this week and months and years from the past, you know, you're at network events, treat people right right? Treat people with the same and utmost respect that you would want them to treat you. That's all I can say that. Just treat people the way you would want to be treated. That has always been the golden rule. And we have gone a long way, far, far, far away from the golden rule. But please bring it back. Bring it back in your life. Bring it back in your world. Um, make that a priority to be gracious to people. Um, again, I can't say that I've always treated people with the, you know, treated people right. I, I can honestly say I haven't. I know for a fact that I haven't. And not just in a general sense. I can specifically tell you the ways in which I haven't treated people right. But in that knowledge of saying, oh, I know I didn't treat people right, I've also tried to go back and correct it where, where it could be corrected. There's many people that I can't go back and correct because I'm not opening them doors, child. I got to keep them doors closed and put some semen on them things because you know every relationship is not supposed to be revived but you can acknowledge your faults you can acknowledge where you went wrong and you can do your best to treat the other people who have a fighting chance of encountering you and when you encounter somebody you want to encounter them and give them the best of you and not the worst of you so have an amazing weekend. I'm sending all the love to you. There's a lot of people that are hurting, a lot of things that are going down, and I'm sending love and all the prayers to people who need it because, listen, this world will bring you down, but do your best to show up, be consistent, do the things that you love, and I promise you, even if the popularity looks like they're winning, if you stay consistent, your consistency will take and open up doors that popularity cannot keep. Thank you as always for joining me. And I know that even in the deepest or joyful conversations, that there's something we can learn and apply. Until next time, I hope that you are doing better. If not, we will be back to talk some more and handle it. Peace to you and yours. Stay grounded.